Good morning. This is Jaka. Um, the usual disclaimer is that I'm just a regular person. I'm not a theologian or a priest or any kind of a subject matter expert in religion. And that's the beautiful, beautiful thing about the daily office, um, that it is intended for use by all of God's people. And when we say the daily office, I genuinely believe that we join our voices with the angels of the heaven, heavens and all of those who have gone before us and will come after us, all of God's people. It's this never-ending, timeless song of praise and worship to God, from my perspective at least. Today is Sunday the 14th, 2019. It is Palm Sunday, and so from my perspective, this is the beginning of Holy Week. And Folks, I'll be honest with you as I always am. I did not have the deep and significant 40-ish days of major introspection and time spent in deep communion with the Lord that I was hoping and planning for. Um, as always, there are things that, that get in the way. Um, this Lenten season, the monastic life is particularly appealing to me. I'm like, man, it'd be really awesome to just retreat from the world and spend time in all different kinds of prayer. Because for me, researching, um, forgive all the verbal pauses, for me, researching original translations of biblical texts the history and context in which those texts were written, the way that our desert fathers and mothers worshipped, all of those things, um, in addition to time in all kinds of prayer, in liturgical prayer, in reading scriptures, in silent meditative prayer, in contemplative prayer of many different sorts, all, all of that is prayer to me and I would love to spend more time doing that but I am where I am for God's goodwill and purpose and I believe that is true for all of us that where you find yourself right now is exactly where you're supposed to be and that might be very difficult in some instances I know there are times in my life where really Lord you want me right here right now and if there's something about it that's not right, then, then give that to God and ask God for change. Because God worked through people in terrible situations, in prison and under torture. And God is, is present everywhere. He does not abandon us when we human beings do terrible things to each other. The situation in which you find yourself, God did not design it or bring it to being um, but he is there with you in it that was one of the most um, powerful prayer healing breakthroughs of my life is when I invited Jesus to accompany me which is kind of silly because Jesus is always there right but that's why I thought about it in my mind so that's what worked for me back through some of the most difficult memories of my life and I saw that in the times that I thought he had abandoned me 
the times of my deepest pain, he was there and Jesus wept for me. So I feel that Holy Week, to kind of get back to the point, forgive me, is a time when Jesus invites us into the experience of his last moments on earth and they are very significant. There is a multitude of messages there for us and I believe that when we go deeply into communion with Christ this holy week we will find something special for each of us there. So I guess that's a bit longer intro than I usually do, huh? <laughs> but with that being said, I'll, I'll give you what the readings are for, um, for today. And if any of you are in my local area, I would invite you to come to St. John's Grace and attend a beautiful service um, that's being led by my friend Rosie Noggle, who is in um, the process of ordination. So she um, has been approved for holy orders and she is going to, right, her next step is that of transitional deacon. And she envisioned and designed and created this beautiful service. It's a service of lament and remembrance and it's intended to make, make a beautiful sacred space a prayerful space for parents who have lost children at any age from in utero to adult children um, to lament that loss in our culture especially in our Christian culture we tend to rush people through grief and it's something our forefathers did not do the desert father and mothers our Hebrew ancestors those folks knew the importance of lament and so I think this is a wonderful opportunity that Rosie is giving us and I and the healing team will be there to come alongside anyone who wishes additional prayer and then we'll have some healing time at the end of the service but the service is about allowing ourselves to experience the lament and and that's so important not just a healing but to prayer to closeness with God to learning to be compassionate with the, with others and even with ourselves so join us if you can or if you would I'm going to use the readings this morning that might very well be the readings from your church service as well, as opposed to what might be in the daily office um, cycle in the back of the Book of Common Prayer. So we'll read Psalm 118 verses 1 through 2 and 19 through 29. Um, and then we'll read Luke 19, 28 through 40. This is referred to sometimes as the Liturgy of the Palms. Admittedly, I'm a little bummed because um, I have to work today, so I'm not going to be at church for Palm Sunday, which is always super fun, especially when you have a really thriving children's ministry, which we're getting there. And so we're probably going to be parading around downtown Buffalo, waving some palms and stuff, but I won't be there. So I'm going to read the liturgy of the palms this morning and 
and be there from here, if that makes sense. All right, so beginning on page 76 of the Book of Common Prayer. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, to set forth his praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship him, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Today, if you would hear God's voice, harden not your hearts. O God, you are my God. Eagerly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you, as in a barren and dry land where there is no water. Therefore I have gazed upon you in your holy place, that I might behold your power and your glory. For your loving kindness is better than life itself. My lips shall give you praise. So I will bless you as long as I live and lift up my hands in your name. My soul is content as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth praises you with joyful lips. When I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the night watches, for you have been my helper, and under the shadow of your wings I will rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand holds me fast. O God, you are my God. From break of day I seek you. Today, if you would hear God's voice, harden not your hearts. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Psalm 118. O oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Let Israel say, 
His steadfast love endures forever. Open to me the gates of righteousness, that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. I thank you that you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Save us, we beseech you, O Lord. O Lord, we beseech you, give us success. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, and he has given us light. Bind the festal procession with branches, up to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will give thanks to you. You are my God, I will extol you. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Luke chapter 19, verses 28 through 40. After he had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. When he had come near Bethpage and Bethany, at the place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of the disciples, saying, Go into the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? Just say this, the Lord needs it. So those who were sent departed and found it as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, why are you untying the colt? They said, the Lord needs it. Then they brought it to Jesus, and after throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. As he rode along, people kept spreading their cloaks on the road. As he was now approaching the path down from the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully, with a loud voice, for all the deeds of power that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, order your disciples to stop. He answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the stones would shout out. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Let's say together the Apostles' Creed, found on page 96 of the Book of Common Prayer. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We'll use Suffragist Set A, beginning on the bottom of page 97 of the Book of Common Prayer. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Almighty and ever-living God, in your tender love for the human race, you sent your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to take upon him our nature and to suffer death upon the cross, giving us the example of his great humility. Mercifully grant that we may walk in the way of his suffering and also share in his resurrection. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge, to the knowledge and love of you. For the honor of your name, amen. All right, now's the time when we usually, in whatever order you would like, of course, pause um, the either recording or listening to the recording and have some time in silent prayer and contemplation. And I usually offer a few words that are just my humble perspective on the readings and then offer up some communal prayers. I think that's important. I think community is important. Um, one of the things that has resonated very deeply with me lately and has come from many different sources, um, both quote unquote secular and also religious, is the ability to pray into and on behalf of a community. And I've spoken before on this podcast about um, viewing the personal experiences and prayer requests that come my way, both from, from me and from others as opportunities to see a greater need within the community. It's usually pretty true that if I am experiencing a suffering or joy, someone else in either my community or the global community is probably experiencing a similar suffering or joy. So I can pray into and on behalf of that. And that's very meaningful to me. And while we're talking about quote unquote secular, I've also been, I haven't started the book yet, but I've been listening to Richard Wurr's podcast on another name for everything, which was the original title for his book, 
the universal Christ. And I do think that we would be well served in regaining the universal perspective of our fathers and mothers. I think that historically there was a more communal perspective and I won't get too far into that, but I recommend um, read the book. Maybe we can read it together. And speaking of books, I am reading this week as it is Holy Week. The Last Week um, by Marcus Borg and John Dominic Crisan, who are also authors of The Heart of Christianity and The Historical Jesus, and I'm super excited about it. So, um, and, it and it literally goes day by day through Holy Week. So the preface and um, Palm Sunday today, and I'm very thankful for that, especially because, as I said earlier, I'm kind of bummed them missing out on Palm Sunday at my church, although... I'm not missing out on a service of lament and remembrance, and I was lucky enough to receive communion um, on a walkthrough by a priest that serves as chaplain at my organization here on the base. So all that being said, um, our two readings this morning, a couple of things stand out to me. Verse 19 of Psalm 119, open to me the gates of righteousness that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. That's beautiful to me on this, the first day of Holy Week, when we are entering through. You know, we've been spending time in the wilderness spiritually during Lent and really embracing that experience, hopefully, at least I've been trying to. And now we enter into the Holy Week and into Christ's experience, as I said earlier, walking with Christ through his last week. Very meaningful. And what spoke to me about this verse is that it is through Christ's righteousness that I enter. So it is, it is Christ that opens the gate for me. It is Jesus. And um, kind of back to the Richard War, Christ and Jesus are not universal terms. Christ is not Jesus's last name. Christ is, um, I'm sorry, they're not synonyms. Christ is the universal term. And I do believe that Christ is in everything. And when we are with Christ and in Christ, we don't necessarily see things as truly secular. Christ can be found everywhere. I think that somewhere in our desire for a formulaic answer to spirituality, we have tried to separate the holy and the sacred from the ordinary. And that's not really the way it is. Christ is in everything. He is in the river rock that I hold in my hand and, and will come, um, or I guess we could go now. Speaking of our reading, our gospel reading, um, if the people were silent, even with the stones would cry out. If we're listening, the stones cry out, Christ. He speaks to us through the, through nature, through architecture, through many things. Um, I remember being so sad when I had a friend who was destroying, I think at the time it was CDs, all of their secular music. Christ can speak through music that's not produced by a Christian label and labeled Christian. Christ can speak through many means that if we have eyes to see and ears to hear, we can hear and then it's important also to filter because it's not just Christ's voice right the counter inspirer will try to speak to us as well 
So let us attune our hearing and our vision to hear and see and experience Christ and let the rest just kind of flow by as if we're floating on a stream and it's a piece of of something that's floating down the river. We don't have to snag every piece that floats by. Let us let us capture and hold dear the messages from Christ and they are everywhere. So I guess I've actually talked about <laughs> both of both of the things from both of the readings that most stood out to me. Um, and that's my prayer for us today that that we enter that we that we enter the gate that Christ has opened wide before us that we attune ourselves to see and hear Christ all around us and i would say also i guess i maybe do have one more thing to say when we recognize that goodness let it recognize that it comes from Christ um, I have a friend who uses different words to talk about things, and sometimes when he compliments me, he will say, man, Jacob, you just, you're so smart, or you're so good, or you always land on your feet, or, or whatever, and, and my response is, if there's good in me, it, it is from God, and he's like, no, no, it's you, give yourself credit, and, and he's so well-intentioned, but what I'm trying to connect for myself and you can't ever force anyone else to see nor should you try to force anyone else to see but what I'm trying to connect for myself is that yes there is good in me and that good is God and God is in all of us and God is everywhere so may we see the connections may we be blessed may we walk with Christ through this holy week and emerge at the end of the week transformed a glory closer to Christ Christ's self Amen. Let us say together the general thanksgiving found on page 101 of the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ. For the means of grace and for the hope of glory, and, we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you in the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you, and you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. 
We live without fear, for our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother loves her children. Go in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.